0: Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. Um, Eric Chase and the fam. Show is on the air between 3 and 7 every weekday on Q105. 152 right now as we record. It's Eric and Alex. Hello. Hey. Schwello. You, you got away from Schwello. I did. I'm sorry. Schwello. Nah, it's it's over. I'm done. I'm you done. You know, I
1: used to. I'm, I'm one of those people. I used to answer my phone and a really, like, I used to answer my phone like, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, how can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger. Especially with like um, scam calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was fun.
0: And then you became a professional Dalton. So that's a real person. <laughs>
1: Bang. But I still say Schwello. Schwello! <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, did you have a second to look over some of the stories I sent you? Did not. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll I'll bring you up to speed in, in quick fashion. Uh, some heavier than others. I'll start with this though. I didn't I didn't mention this yesterday, but this will probably just be an ongoing thing um, until uh, until the, until my niece or nephew arrives. Ooh. Um, my dad says that the child will have our last name.
1: Oh, good. Okay. So
0: our our legacy. We'll live on at least into one more person. And then, you know, if it's a boy, that, that's better, I guess. But who knows with how people take their last names these days. My dad seemed rather, my dad gave me not his cynical, but he's like, you know, if you're into that kind of thing. So carrying a name on, isn't that important to him? It
1: could. You're, the child could also be, um, end up being a girl, Who then identifies as a lesbian who gets married and has a kid and the name carries on
0: that way. Why do you, after yesterday and the pronouns and then they, we got to stay out of that.
1: There's multiple ways for a name to carry on, but that's still super exciting that you're going to be an uncle, um, God willing. And Barry is going to be a grandpa. Paul's going to be a dad. I haven't met any of these folks, but I feel close to them. You know? Yeah,
0: Philip is infatuated with my dad simply because I love your dad. on the on the old show, I would my something that my dad something that we needed my dad for would would come up, and Philip would call him in the producer's studio. And at first, my dad thought it was like some kind of prank call. Then he realized that he and Philip they, they kind of bonded over feel at making early morning phone calls to my dad so
1: i see and you the way that you like share stuff about your dad is in such a, like he's everyone's dad <laughs> i love it he stop it guys
0: he doesn't want to be all of your dads and he'll tell you that but um yeah you know i, I wish more people could have the relationship i have with my dad in their family, and while you know it was definitely—it's always been dad over mom. I, I didn't not love my mom, but what I have with my dad is—is—is is, is irreplaceable.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, let's go back to last week because I don't—I didn't have an opinion, and um, Christopher Nolan does. the short The short version of this is. He thinks what Warner did last week to take all their movies for the entire next year, all 17 of them, and throw them on HBO Max is careless and reckless. And he says uh, HBO Max is the worst of the streaming services. Uh, Let's see. Warner Warner Brothers has had an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in home. They're dismantling it. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense, and even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. So, Chris,
1: Christopher Nolan made Tenet, right?
0: No. Y- yeah, and the Batman trilogy and Interstellar and oh, Dunkirk. Oh, oh, so oh. So he oh, has please. the cachet to say this, while many others don't. He can, he can say, they can say to him, we will never put another one of your movies out ever again. He'll be like, okay, he will take his ball and go home because his art means everything to him. So if you've watched, and many probably haven't, over the last, like, five to seven years, on a very broad view of, uh, Warner, Warner Brothers DC is a no level where Marvel and Disney mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Disney is cohesive and they've got a vision thanks to Kevin Feige at Marvel, and they have you know it's cost a lot of jobs and they've gotten rid of a lot of properties by consolidation and stuff. But they have a vision and it's organized. Yes. Warner Brothers and DC is the opposite, and that goes to the to the head of of things. And I'm not going to throw out any names or anything like that. And th- then as that company grew and you know AT&T got involved in HBO you had more people who may or may not have been organized or disorganized or, or had a vision but he's not wrong so there is a uh, there's a, a tech or uh, a media and technology person I follow on Twitter and I find him very prescient and thoughtful and he said that the HBO streaming launch is kind of a clusterfuck, but at the end of the day, it's HBO, and and content will win out. Um, at this point, he appears to be wrong because, and I have to tell myself this frequently, I always give credit to rich people and smart people and successful people. They're better than we are. But then I got to remind myself that they are, they can be careless and arrogant and make mistakes as well. Maybe not as often as we do, but they're, they're far more... Legendary and memorable, um, and you got some real disorganization running all this. And and why they believe that HBO Max has been a failure? Most people wow. do, and I'm going go really? to go back. Really? Yeah, and I'm going to go back to why I, I why that one uh, writer, Matthew Ball, I he, he pointed this out, and I agreed with it. So when HBO Max was a thing, or it was going to be a thing, I was like, hold on a second, I have HBO Go. And I think I use that by take, by downloading the app, paying monthly on my iPad, and it's and I can Chromecast it to my TV. That's but then exactly there's, what I do. But then there's also HBO Now, and is that on my TV and it beams to my... And then there's HBO on TV if I have it with my... Kids. There was like all these little HBO things floating everywhere. And they never did a good job messaging that, like, in some way all that was going to be under HBO Max and don't worry about the other stuff. There was, there was terrible messaging. So I think that's part of why HBO... HBO Max has been, relatively speaking, a failure. And I do want to come back to the Nolan thing here, but how do you feel about HBO Max?
1: I love HBO Max. I'm curious who thinks it's a failure because I feel like I haven't heard that from anyone that I that I know of. I mean, it's it's just another streaming site to me. I think the failure, I think if there's any kind of failure, it's that HBO kept on trying to come up with more stuff. So you're right, it was HBO Go, HBO Now, which one involved, um, you know? Which one involved a, uh, a cable subscription? Which one involved a monthly payment? I that I understand. I love HBO Max, and I'd be curious what other consumers feel about HBO Max compared to like media professionals, because I think there's I think there's a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that Chris, I, I don't know. I, I I get like Christopher Nolan is that kind of artist where like it his art will never be the same if it's not on the big screen. I understand that, but like it, like things are evolving. I love this, this Warner brothers, HBO max deal for now. You know what I mean? Things are still getting released in the theater. So if you want to go see it in the theater, like by all means, go for it.
0: Um, There's a third component with Nolan and Warner brothers and all that stuff. It's Wall Street and people who need to get paid and people yes. who have expectations. I'm right. guessing that's where the failing was. And maybe that's that's poor expectations by Warner Brothers and HBO saying we'd have X amount of sub- subscribers and they had X minus D subscribers. And that's mm-hmm. why there was a panic to throw, and there's a key word in this, to throw all of their releases mm-hmm. next year onto HBO Max, hoping that that would attract subscribers. But... Is that Pete?
1: They I mean honestly, I'm going to spank them both.
0: <laughs> they are
1: it I was like searching for my headphones and it disturbed them both cuz I was frantic about it. Bad dogs. It. Stop. Stop it. Enough. So I, sh- I can scare Sunny enough to where she'll go in her little space and leave and then they're done. Go. Stop it. Stop
0: it. How did I do on my first zoom for lack of a better thing zoom call with you today
1: i thought you did great i thought i thought you did great it took me a minute to see that your name said enrique i think
0: think they they signed me up for that here it was a company thing and i think i've now topped like four zoom calls but whatever because i take them over the phone usually um all right so back to this Mm -hmm. um and this is like Wall Street can make bad decisions because everything's quarter to quarter. There's no long view. It's very short-sighted, and it's like, we need money now. So they make rational decisions. And Christopher Nolan is right. This will ultimately harm the movie and movie theater-going product. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is a a, a paradigm shift coming. Um, but bad decisions are usually made by short-sightedness. Hello, COVID over the last yeah. eight months is a great example of that. And you didn't see Marvel or Disney or other big studios panic. Not that there are that many big ones left, but all they had to do was like literally wait three days because I think everybody on the earth, right? Everybody in, a, in this country right now knows you're probably within six months at most of being able to, and having to decide whether you're going to get a vaccine. Yeah, And in six months, you're entering what is like summer blockbuster season. Instead, this movie company jumped the gun, couldn't wait, and put it all on HBO Max. When what, what they could have done is, we'll put Wonder Woman there, we'll see how it does, and then we'll do it movie by movie. And if the world is getting back to normal by May, even if it's half back to normal, but people are, are excited to go to the movies, we haven't put our quality products on a free service. Well...
1: Well, I but HBO Max
0: isn't free though. It's $10 a month and you get all those movies as opposed oh, see, to whatever
1: I thought it was I thought
0: it was 14. Whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. But still, so it's 14 monthly and granted, you know, that's good for you to watch all those movies and I get it free through my AT&T or whatever, but I would have seen of their 17 movies, I might have seen 10 of them. So they will now I mean, in one way they'll get that money, but they could have done this movie by movie where one could have been a, a real welcoming back to the theater. maybe it, it wouldn't have been till July, but we all go back and we see the suicide squad and it makes 50 million dollars as opposed to, like I would guess they're going to make 10 or 20 percent what they expected at the box office because of this play. They should have just waited
1: i am not mad at it i don't know i i'm just on the opposite end of the spectrum i love that they did that and it doesn't have anything to do with like so they could keep me safer and i don't have to go to the movies i just love that i now have the option do i want to see this in a movie or do i want to watch this at home like how am i feeling today yep. it's really going to be like how difficult was my work day today how much money do i have can i afford the movie theater like I, I get it, and maybe Christopher Nolan's also kind of bummed. Like maybe if this if things do trend in this direction, it could mean potentially like big big budget movies are not as big budget anymore because you're not you you're not gonna have that return at the box office. Um, I don't know, but um, I don't know. I'm just not mad at it. I kind of like it. I'm. I was happy that these dogs are out of control, and one of them's going in their crate right now.
0: Bye, Pete. Out of control. It actually might be sunny. Um. So, and I would to wrap this this part of the podcast up. And I think your answer is the first. Do you prefer, or do you think you will prefer seeing them at home or at the movie theater, or is it a case by case basis?
1: Case by case basis. Okay. Come
0: here. Um. I I I again have to like kick the can down the road because I rush out to the theaters because. I want to see them, um, yeah. and maybe thirty dollars. See Black Widow at home in in like last month. I wouldn't have paid, but I probably would have. So I guess it'll be case by case for me too, because I love a big. You can never replicate that big screen in some of the the ambiance. But for me, it's how fast can I see it, and is it great content? Because yeah, when you're caught up in something, you really forget how big or small the screen is. I paid thirty
1: bucks for Mulan,
0: and they thank twenty nine, and they thanked you for that. <laughs> so um, alright next door I got a local story and I hope WTL site doesn't go off while we're doing this here um, so there is a local property owner his name is Mario Keezy sorry if I'm mispronouncing that um, looks like he owns part of the shopping plaza at, at, on Seacourt where the Chick-fil-A is <gasps>
1: I saw this. Oh, I love
0: this story. Okay. So we'll preface this by saying, like, you know the line, like, you just can't beat City Hall, right? Yeah. You can't beat Chick-fil-A either. So (laughs) he is displeased with the dangerous traffic that chick-fil-a causes by being so busy it looks like um bulk beverage is there at least the spot for it's there qq is the only thing that i've known to be there for a lengthy period of time uh i think it looks like there's a big lots coming there next year Oh, jeez! so and and the really weird part about this is Ultimately, the lawsuit against Chick-fil-A and Mona Real Estate, who owns the property, isn't about money. The lawsuit says it's about getting Chick-fil-A to rectify the situation. Uh, It says they love having them as their fast food chain neighbor because the extra traffic brings them extra business. I don't know if you can have this both ways. And to me, this goes back to, that's that's a dangerous high traffic area anyway, Um, and this is one of those things, they've already widened it. I don't know how much better, unless the city wants to give us some data, what they can do to make the traffic flow better there. It's just congested. There's a lot of great places people want to shop and spend their money. You're not going to fix it. So, as a driver, be fucking careful.
1: I saw that, and I kind of agreed with it. I think that there's a Japanese steakhouse in there as well, and I think there's a Subway and a cigar shop a little further down. Um, I kind of agree with it, because it's... I don't know if they're referring to the increase in traffic or just the general length of the um, drive through lines. And ha- th- like, you might be better off saying, like, there's no place for people to park when they are coming to our restaurants. But or- there's not.
0: <laughs> what? But there's not. What like, do you mean there? There's plenty of room in that parking lot. And you're right, there is a Japanese. I disagree.
1: Pl- I honestly, oh. I disagree. There are cars, like, I was getting in that Chick fil A line one day and I was following the appropriate traffic. And I, like, drove around all the parking spots, looped up, and came down. And this car cut through all the parking spots and tried to cut in front of me. But naturally, I did not let them because they cut through parking spots. And so I kept going until they were getting ready to hit me and they were forced to stop. Where were you going? (laughs) To the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A.
0: Okay, you got to take them out of this. And you're probably not this person, but Chick-fil-A is its own entity. Like, you're just not going to win that... um, they are uh, this is a sin of their success and how efficiently they run those drive-through lines if i were the the chinese if i were the asian restaurant or the qq or whatever the hell else is over there i mean again only qq has been there long term because that place is really good yeah if i were one of those places i mean there's plenty of parking down by those stores and I don't know that that traffic is really keeping. Like I don't get what his complaint is, other than there's a I lot do. of there's a lot of traffic and congestion. Yes, there is, but it's not reckless or dangerous.
1: See, I feel like it is. I did, I I don't know. I've gone to that. I, obviously, that Chick Fil A is around the corner from where I work, so when I'm at the main office. So I've been there like, pl- you know, plenty of times. There's another Chick-fil-A that's where I, near where I live here on 20 and that line gets so long that it's on the street. Like it's on a main road, the, the, um, drive-through lines. Um, and so it's like, if, if you're, tr- it, it's, it's hard to explain how dangerous it is. Um, but it is cause I've, I've seen it. There's been multiple accidents at that intersection, um, from, from, the amount of traffic and cars that are stopped and they don't know it. And all of this mess, um, not to say that Chick-fil-A is to blame, but it might be worth a conversation on how they're going to, you know, what input they're going to have in rectifying the situation. When your Chick-fil-A comes to town, it does, it's not just, it doesn't just mean a Chick-fil-A is coming to town anymore. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the
0: circus comes with it.
1: The circus comes with it. The same thing when that Chick-fil-A opened in Novi, I saw, I went to visit Allie. And she lives around the corner. And I saw how long those lines were. And I'm just like, this is outrageous.
0: (laughs) I I, I look forward to following this because I think Chick-fil-A will will brush it off. Not that they should. I just don't know what they can do, make their food worse, limit people in line. I I put this like here, like everybody for the last eight months. It's America. I want my freedom, personal responsibility. Well, here, this one is 110% on you. Drive more safely.
1: I guess so, but I don't know. That parking lot to me is such a cluster. Like, I don't, sometimes I, I don't even go. Like, I go, but sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like, unless it's really early and I'm grabbing a a lunch at 11 a.m. or I'm grabbing lunch at 2.30, I don't go. I'm just not going to go.
0: Yeah, and I get, I get it. It goes pretty quickly. And I don't know where you find, this is where I, I would let some kind of data make the decision for me. and. I don't know if this gentleman has done that kind of research. Like, do you realize if, like, Chick-fil-A picked up and left, you would go out of business?
1: <laughs> uh, you so, think so?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I just don't know where you find the middle ground.
1: Well, that subway has been there for a little while. But, yes, like, that that um, plaza is not is definitely a lot busier than it was. And I, I think the the... Um, Whole Foods and the Chick-fil-A have everything to do with the big lots that's going to come there now. I'm really excited for that plaza, but and I just went to Whole Foods the other day by the way. I love it.
0: And I, first time. I I avo- like I didn't go to Whole Foods for a long time when it opened because I just I couldn't get over there on a quiet time on Seacore. Yeah, um yeah, I and, and even now like I can sneak up down Seacore coming from Ottawa Hills and go to Fresh Market mm-hmm. and avoid central to 475 which mm-hmm. is just utter chaos
1: i went to whole foods this weekend saturday i think it was um, and it was not bad i got a nice parking spot the parking lot wasn't crazy i was able to get out uh, back onto secor and back onto the highway quickly but i was making a right hand turn not a left hand turn so there's that and i know how much you love those <sighs> but <laughs> before you go on the on about the left hand turn speaking i'm of done. Which, i'm done okay I, we went to Aldi last night I, obviously I live out here in Perrysburg Township area so like 795 route 20 and um i I think it was the first time I realized traffic has the volume of traffic has really increased um, in our area and I've been here a long time and I like across the street from Aldi is Amazon and the Amazon parking lot was packed because I think they just started opening I think they just opened their business I know that they were hiring for a while. And now you're starting to see just how many people actually work there. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Jesus, there's so much traffic now. And there never used to be that much.
0: because there was nothing there.
1: Yes. There's so. And you and it's at the time where folks are getting off of work. So you can tell there's like a shift change and you see all the cars coming in and out of Amazon alone. And I'm like, his, Thomas and I were a little irritated because there were cars like obnoxiously riding our tail and all. And I'm just like, what is with this? Like, what is happening? And I'm like, oh, this is a direct representation of Amazon coming to town. So Come on,
0: uh, one one Amazon subtext and then we can we, I can tie these Perrysburg, uh, this next story together nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't and if you hate the way that Amazon treats you or anything like that, you knew that going in leave mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. um, I, have you seen all these things where there's these new um, workforce and workday surveillance methods by company that are checking in on people like is your mouse moving what websites are you on like how dare these companies watch their employees to make sure they're working efficiently
1: <laughs> are you being sarcastic
0: oh, a thousand percent
1: so we were talking about as we were having the conversation Thomas is like I would never want to work for Amazon I heard they treat their employees awful. And I was like, what? They were like, they work you like slaves in there. And I was like, so does FedEx and UPS. Any kind of shipment, fulfillment, shipping, anything, you better expect to be picking things up and putting them down from 8 a.m. to 5. Like,
0: you what do you mean? You just don't get that great hourly rate because you're going to putter around on Facebook half the day. Fuck you.
1: Like, what do you mean? that That's just not the nature of that kind of work. It's not like you're you know, a secretary or an office coordinator where you have time to, like, search the internet while you're sitting at your desk. Yep. <laughs> I like think it's just, it's just not how it works.
0: Yeah, I love all these articles now about, they're they're watching me to make sure I'm not on other websites while I should be on a conference call. You, you should be, you, you work. And then maybe one day we'll get to a point of compromise where, like, you know what? You're going to work your, you will work. We are going to monitor you for eight hours a day. But you know what? You get your four-day work week. Or you know now, what? You get a six-day work. You get a six-hour workday, but five hours uh, a day.
1: No, I can that. I can understand, and I agree. When you're in some sort of like shipping or fulfillment. There have also been conversations like that since everybody is working from home and and even, you know, I, i I know some of these stories personally and it's like, well, how do I know so and so is working? How do you know they're working? I'm like, how do you know you're working? Like, why? Right. Are, why? You know, and I usually do give that pushback. And I'm just like, why do why is the doubt here and not placed on you as well? And what reason is there to have the doubt and also give folks a little bit of grace like they're working from home. Um, there may be other things going on. Like, you know, I didn't answer the phone cause I was doing my laundry cause I'm at home. Why not? You know, or I have kids like it's, you know, so I, it, it, it varies, but, um, yeah. And I think I can't stand snotty people like that, that sit in their seats and they're just like, well, how do I know so-and-so's working? How do we know you're working? <laughs> like...
0: Cause I'm the boss and I need to make sure <laughs> you're working. Hold on. Hold on one second. I'm in password hell. Oh. So I need to use that. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll come check with you. Okay. Um, I thought I correctly changed my password and noted it down the same way. And I did not. And I, there's a black hole here between my legal name and my on-air name Mm -hmm. and which one has to be signed into where. And it's nightmarish. It's
1: a mess.
0: Um, so Perrysburg, and this might not apply to you because you live in township, right?
1: Uh, yes, technically I live in Township.
0: Okay, Perrysburg City Council has an opening. Would you like to be on Perrysburg City Council and what would you do?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think I want to, I don't have an interest. Um, I feel like I would be a token, so I might have a good op- a good chance in getting on Perrysburg City Council, but no. I, I mean, I heard that they were talking about the increase in population over the next like how the population has increased recently and how it's projected to increase
0: the Perrysburg tomorrow program.
1: Yes. Yeah. But uh, no, not really. Okay. Perrysburg's a good, it's an all right city.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought that that was interesting. And I was uh, mentioning on the air, like, is there anything that you would like to envision or have in Perrysburg besides black people just in where you live and on the water tower?
1: Um. Maybe. You're, yeah, maybe you're still the, supposed
0: to laugh at that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> more basketball courts that'll draw the black people right
1: i've got nothing maybe more entertainment down by the river like more like okay. river river based stuff maybe a farmer's market that's only on the river
0: where's the uh, farmer's market now on louisiana yeah okay
1: um but no i don't really have an interest i had a good laugh a couple like maybe two years ago somebody put on facebook that they thought um perrysburg was added to the list of i think least diverse cities in northwest ohio And somebody was like, I disagree. And I'm just like, yeah, you don't live it like you don't experience it. You don't recognize it beyond your, I hate to say it, like your white skin. So (laughs) like, just be quiet. Petersburg is nowhere near diverse. The
0: the black people on the water tower thing is like 97% accurate.
1: What is that? I don't I don't what black oh, on the black people on the water tower, the black painted people. On yeah the that, that's tower. the
0: only place where there's black people in Perrysburg.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's definitely black families in Perrysburg. there I mean, it, ironically here on our property, there's a bunch of us in one corridor. Not that they did that intentionally, but it's just mm-hmm.
0: funny. It's you, just, so you think
1: <laughs> it's just funny that way. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm not invested
0: in it. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, more local stuff. Um, so I guess this uh, this did actually happen. Somebody sent some video my way, but there is a Taco Bell on Alexis by Meyer. Yeah. So you know where that is?
1: Yes, I do. Okay,
0: because I guess there's a couple of ones there. Now I don't know when this picture was snapped. Whether it was late last night and it was posted this morning, or it was posted early this morning. But this Taco Bell was closed when um, this Taco Bell was closed, and uh, I guess sometime after that, someone put a note on the uh, on the drive-through screen. This fu- <laughs> this fucking location is closed. Probably COVID. But they were too lazy to leave a note, so I did. Heart.
1: <laughs> so I, I don't I have nothing I have nothing that doesn't shock me for that area um yeah I've got nothing I don't know if Taco Bell's I, I mean I went to a Taco Bell once and they were closed in but their drive-through signs remain on so we thought they were open
0: oh you just sat there kept ordering or waiting
1: yeah I sat there waiting for a while and 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 then um we pulled up and we realized they were closed but
0: Yeah. Two fast food observations. The Taco Bell at Reynolds and Airport. No, Airport and Burn.
1: Airport and Burn.
0: Uh-huh. They got funky hours. What are their hours? I've been there. I went one time and it was like six something in the evening. It was not a weird middle of the night Taco Bell run. And they were closed. Oh. Maybe that was just that one time.
1: So, I went to a Taco Bell once and they were out of beef. Like, they were out of every single meat possible. (laughs) Like, sorry, we're out of that. We're out of that. It was like the McDonald's ice cream machine. Sorry, we're Uh, out of that. Not working. Sorry.
0: I have a Taco Bell theory. What? I think they removed those items Mm -hmm. so that people would talk about them.
1: Probably, and it works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to compete with, like... Wendy's on Twitter and nobody's going to be as savage as Wendy's is on Twitter. So what's what's your what's your play going to be like McDonald's? McDonald's can't punch down with all the other brands. But if that kid wants to run the ice cream app, have at it.
1: But they also had a really complicated menu compared to McDonald's where you can get a few different kinds of cheeseburgers or chicken sandwich or nuggets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, simplify it.
1: Yeah, they they probably did need to do that because they're ain't they're not they're definitely especially since they're open later than most places they probably receive a maybe more money although no they don't get the volume of cars that everybody else does though too
0: McDonald's or Taco Bell
1: what you which do I like better who
0: no who who doesn't get the volume
1: Taco Bell does not get the volume at first I thought they would because they're open later um, but. That doesn't, but, but during the day, a McDonald's line and a Taco Bell line just don't compare.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taco Bell has their, their prime hours, like on the weekends. Yeah. And, and relatively speaking, that's not a lot. But no, you're right. Simplify those menus because who knows how inebriated some of those people are in those vehicles, not necessarily driving. Uh, I just let half cinnamon twist. Can they do <laughs> one next email, but not the com? <laughs> Shut up!
1: <laughs> I heard our Taco Bell will call the police on you if they think you're drunk.
0: Good. You yeah. shouldn't be driving.
1: I heard a little, a rumor that they do that.
0: Good. Good, good, good. Um, okay, so this is the this is the scariest story or headline I've read in a while. Um, can you think of things you have read this year which have troubled you or you're like, oh, that's just 2020? Like the monolith story last week, right? Mm-hmm. Anything else like that? We're like, oh, that's just twenty twenty being twenty twenty.
1: Um, the man who decapitated his two kids in California. I read that just like three days ago.
0: Oh, I missed that one. Send me he, that one.
1: He decapitated his twelve year old daughter and his thirteen year old son. That's like, awful. This weekend, yeah. I, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, <laughs> excuse me?
0: I go monolith, you go decapitation. I get it. Sometimes we'll switch we'll switch roles here. Yeah. All right, so let me just jump into this here. And uh, by the way, did you see the the former Israeli guy talking about aliens and galactic federations? I did. Okay, this is not that story. And I will bet, I will bet all of our dogs that nobody came here and was like, "We are the Galactic Federation of Aliens." No. They didn't say that. Like
1: they, they probably don't even refer to themselves as aliens.
0: Right, 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 right. I, I will, I will bet Diddy and Andre, aliens do not speak English. <laughs> but this is fucking terrifying and I mean it. Like I I'm, I'm I'm for real cuz this exact thing happened like 13 months ago, okay? This is from CBS News. This is not in some website that ends in like .xyz or something else. Mm-hmm. Mystery illness lands over 300 people in the hospital in southern India.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I don't so, need to hear anything about a mystery illness that we can't quite figure out. Seeing how we've lived in the last year,
1: did they see? Did they say anything about symptoms?
0: Uh, yes, yes, yes. Hold on, I'll read. Dozens of residents in blood, in this Indian city started falling ill on Saturday night, with some losing consciousness. Uh, there was one death linked to it. Uh, the patients reported symptoms similar to those associated with epilepsy including headaches, nausea, vomiting, and seizures. Oh. Uh, It it rose sharply through Sunday. Doctors have not been able to establish the cause of the illness through blood tests, brain scans, or cerebral spinal fluid tests. Hello, this is fucking terrifying. Terrifying that
1: we have a really large Indian population here. Like, and when I say here, I mean, literally on our property, I want to say like 50%, maybe 60.
0: Well, unless they like just came from this small town in India, you're probably okay. But I wouldn't rule anything out.
1: Uh, Not what we want to hear in 2020. But again, we are so numb to I'm so numb to everything. And I mean that like not in like a, a really um depressing i want to shoot myself away but just in a if the election didn't numb us and everybody fighting over covid didn't numb us and like i don't know
0: nope 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 i'll take anything i will take dozens of innocent children (laughs) slaughtered by decapitating axemen i will take that look that would be awful Uh, like in that case dozens like dozens of children will die this is mystery illness 13 months ago somebody was like hey what's going on over there with Jack and what happened to that bat or whatever the fuck happened in Wuhan and now look where we are
1: that's yeah that's true because that's the same thing that happened in January in Wuhan people were mysteriously coming down with stuff in January and then come March all of the US shut down and it was a mess so I'm curious what February is going to be like um if this continues that is extremely scary. I just don't want to leave my house anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna.
0: Um on a serious thing we can uh we can wrap up unless uh you have more that we can we can Oh, I have I have two th- I have one more thing that we can get to. Um oh. before the the shoot we can talk about the shooting story from from the weekend. Oh, sure. But first, I had a friend tell me of the people that were protesting yesterday at the health department. Um there was only one bad apple she- shouting, like, USA and what about our freedoms? And uh, th- this this friend told me, uh, who was there, said that person was not connected to any of the coaches or kids. And the kids might have, like, shouted along with it because they didn't know any better. But the coaches made a point to-, to let it be known that, like, that person is not with us. And we just wanted to be heard and not chant about, like, politics or politicization or anything like that.
1: Right. Yeah. When you I heard they were protesting downtown. So when you're a large group of people that are getting riled up downtown, even in a peaceful kind of way, you're bound to get some folks that attach themselves to your group just for the hell of it that are lingering around downtown. And that may end up, you know, adding adding to adding to your cause. But I feel like that's yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, but that's the same thing that the Black Lives Matter protests always had. And they had those other folks who came in that didn't represent what they were trying to say, but then somehow they got tagged on to that, um, you know, got tagged on to their message and muddied it a little bit. That's a local example of what happens on the macro level, but yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't it a bunch of students too?
0: Yeah. I think mostly, mostly students and, um, our friend at the health department knew that they were coming. Um, so all the health department left.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did they really?
0: Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, so oh. again, if you go, have fun. Don't be a jackass. Don't politicize it. But at the end of the day, just I, I again, I, I, th- I wish the parents would find other ways to use these as teaching examples. And I think there were some St. John's kids there, or executives or teachers. And St. John's is the one who was the first one to raise their hand and go, "Fine, we'll practice outside of Lucas County."
1: Yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I f- And good for those young kids learning what protesting, you know, the value of protesting and protesting for something that you really believe in. But I just, I never imagined I'd see it like, this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I saw the pictures and I was like, look at all those folks marching down there so they can dribble that basketball.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, life, because life is over if you're not going to have your Catholic basketball <laughs> game um okay last thing so i'm now off to speed on this you mentioned this yesterday there was a domestic violence shooting that uh ended with the loss of a life and i'm fairly certain that this was a black individual i don't know the yes. race or color of the officers but Four officers went to this place do you know the apartment or the building it was lmha right
1: it was an lmha property i don't know the apartment or the building but i know that you know i read that they interviewed a neighbor and the neighbor said it's nothing new for around here like what happened wasn't like I don't, wouldn't say it wasn't a shock to them, but it wasn't something, you know, they're used to drama, I guess.
0: The uh, uh, Chief Crawl yesterday, they hopped on this pretty quickly. I think it was around 2.33 o'clock, at, mm-hmm. maybe as we were podcasting. They mm-hmm. they showed the body cam, they released the 911 call, and, and the, I didn't listen to it, but uh it was said in the story that this, this woman was clearly in terror and in fear for, fear for her life. And this dude was was talking suicide and homicide. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to the point of whether or not the police announced themselves or or how this worked out. Um, but I did find clarity last night with what you had initially told me. And we were just still figuring out all the details. This dude was several feet from the officers who, who uh, entered the premises. Mm-hmm. And they shot. And I think they, they shot 32 times. I don't know how many times he was hit. Chief Crawl mentioned that, uh, something we've talked about before, it's like, why can't you shoot for the leg or something to take these people out? He's like, they're, aimed, they're trained to shoot for the chest because it's easier to hit. Um, and I guess in this case, when you're just feet apart, I can understand. Um, you can feel the tension and whether or not you believe this person is going to try to kill you. But mm-hmm. you have another theory about this. No, I, I, I don't like, I don't. I don't he really... wanted, the, the guy wanted to die. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Yes. It was, it, I do think it was like suicide by cop, which is a thing now, but you, the, in the video, I don't think they even showed the first half of the, um, I don't know. They might have, I didn't catch that though. I saw once they entered the apartment from what it sounds like, it sounds like they tried to knock and they got no answer and they hung around the perimeter, the exterior listening. Cause I guess you could hear this gentleman yelling, from outside and so they hung around listening and I think that it got to a point where they needed to enter and so they forced entry and because they were kicking down the door he was coming from around the corner or down the stairs and then once he cut that corner and he was visual he could see them or they could see him he had a gun pointed so they laid into him right when he cut the corner but he he was saying as he was coming up the hallway i'm gonna die today i've signed my death certificate this is when i die this is when i die and sure as shit so that's why i'm like this is clearly suicide by cop like that's not you know what i mean he he had his gun raised i've i learned this as soon as i started shooting You don't shoot someone to injure them. You shoot to kill. (laughs) Like, you don't, you know, because if you're to the point where you have to shoot someone, your life is not, like, you're not, no, you're no longer in danger. The point that you're no longer in danger is when you have completely, like, laid them out. That that doesn't shock me that it was 32 shots, though, because that's what it sounded like, and that might have been the...
0: Four officers, yeah. They all shot.
1: did they really? Because I, I only so. I only heard one like I only I heard.
0: That's a lot you of can, shots for one cop. <laughs> you,
1: well, and I guess so. And I get you can't have 32 rounds in one gun at the same time. So they must have. But um, it, that was the only part um, that I was like, whoa, I don't know if it took all of that. But
0: and, and I go back to the situation in Philadelphia, which outside of Philadelphia, because of COVID and the election didn't really get the play that it should have. It was arguably. Very close to what happened to George Floyd, other than George Floyd suffering with that dude on yeah. his neck. But while that guy was screaming crazy shit, there were other people saying, you know, there was a supposedly some type of mental health call. It's like, hey, he's he's not well on the head. And he only had a knife Whereas the officers had guns like this dude had some kind of rigged up weapon with illegal ammunition, was screaming oh, wow. all kinds of homicidal, mm-hmm. suicidal nonsense. And he was within feet of these officers. So there was a big difference. That's why I was like, you know, why can't you take the guy out with a knife with like, can't you shoot him in the knee or something? This this was different. Like I could see how immediately these officers were like, even before they knew it, they were going to have to put this guy down.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I i mean, even so, I do still wish that we could have, that there could be social workers that are also hired in um, and report to calls like this. But it's like you sign in knowing that your life is going to be in, like you're going to be in the same amount of danger as any officer would be. With no so weapon. Be, so you'll be, well, no, I think they should have weapons. You know what I mean? I think they should be trained just like everyone else. They just, That's fair. Um, they're just are there. Their job title is not field officer or recruiting officer. It's social work officer. But anyway, that that would be a dream to have on, on TPD. But um, yeah, I I it, this this situation just it, it just isn't the same. Um, yeah, I think I think TPD. I don't I don't have any other opinions other than I think this guy was literally just wanting to die that day and and i feel badly for him lord lord knows what was going through his head to you know and it sounds like he had a drinking problem and he sounds like he was some sort of abuser um so that's just an unfortunate situation that poor child that was there is just another example of what black kids grow up with yeah. experiencing um it just sucks it sucks yeah uh, that was that i'm sorry that was what i was gonna say i saw obviously you know i checked the social medias of the news networks locally and just try to get a feel for what folks are saying and there wasn't an argument of should this have happened or not there was an argument of um some a lot of folks were like yeah but let's give the job to social workers you know it being sarcastic like this social workers aren't going to be able to do anything about this and then there were some folks that were like you know there were some people saying, you know, those I feel for those officers having to end that man's life and there were yeah. other people which I agree with and the the there were other people who were like if you feel like an officer having to do his job would make him feel bad. Like they were basically saying those officers don't lose sleep at night because they had to end this man's life. And I'm just like, that's no officers are still human beings. Like get out of here. And
0: and those that do not feel anything that, that feel no kind of not, not contrition or remorse is the wrong word, but just on a, on a base human level, uh, if they don't feel anything, they should not be in that position because exactly right. that's where you got like the Punisher out there on the streets.
1: Exactly right. And that's the frustrating part. And this, this wasn't coming from people who are, these are this, this opinion was coming from people who are pro-police. Like, like, you know, they were just like, they had to do their job. And if you feel like they're losing sleep at night because they had to lay this man out to keep this woman and baby alive, then you don't know policing. And I'm just like, um, no, I don't know that. I think any officer who would have to lay somebody out, no matter the circumstance, who would have to put a bullet into human warm flesh will feel emotional distress from that, will not have, will not just be able to get up, walk away and not have any kind of feeling about that. I think you're even required to potentially take some time <laughs> after that happens. So. What do we
0: call people that don't feel anything?
1: Sociopaths.
0: Yup. All right, uh, we're done. Oh, Today was nice. Uh, I'm going to go dig into the Ohio State and Michigan carnage. I'm already watching Twitter blow up quite a bit. Are um, you? Yeah, there's been some good stuff already.
1: I'd be interested to see what's um, happening more with the vaccine. You know, we talked about this before we hopped on, but... I'm now that it's coming out and the first vaccine, was, the first guy was vaccinated, I think somewhere in Europe. And he had this really British accent and it was this old man. And it was really cute, actually. <laughs> I can't do an accent very well, so I'm not going to. But
0: I like that. It, I didn't expect us to be at this point. I'm mm-hmm. gla- I'm glad we're here. And I need to be better educated about we've had the flu forever. We've had blank and blank forever. Why don't we have a working vaccine? I I generally know the answer, um, but I don't know as much as I'd I'd like. I mean, the flu. A friend of mine said, and he's probably right. There's probably going to be a COVID vaccine every year, just like or a COVID shot, just like there's a flu shot. In fact, what do they call that? Like when you're a little kid, a booster shot. A booster shot. Yeah.
1: yeah. It probably will become a regular. It it probably will become routine um, and added to the boosters that we get for measles and and things like that. I just. I'm hoping that this is like not to say that I'm fear or falling in line with other things, but I just don't want like our I don't want things to have mutated to the point where now we have really dangerous diseases and illnesses out there that we have to have multiple vaccinations for. You know what I mean? Like, I hope this is not one of just a representation of how we're evolving, because um, that would really suck. That would suck.
0: Yeah, stupidity is already making its way through the human population. I think uh,
1: we, yeah, and I think we forget. I think we forget how fragile, like, our lives are and how fragile our, um, our, like, way of life on earth is, if that makes any sense. And how we're res- just like global warming, like, how we're, we have responsibility in these things and it's not as stable as you think. We, I don't, it just, you know what I mean? We've had thousands, depending on what you believe in. We've had like hundreds of years of history of things not going well, and like who's to say that from this point on it's just going to be little things that inconvenience us? Like we could have some major shit ahead of us, and we don't even know it yet.
0: And the Galactic Federation shows up. <laughs> and,
1: and, Galactic Federation shows and up, they, and then boom.
0: And they tell uh they they tell Michael wherever they're like you got like 7 billion people on the planet. We got 7 billion stars in our system, bitch, and they're all populated. So you mean nothing.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's why I'm, we have no idea how fragile like our, like, I don't know. Maybe that's a really dark thought, but I thought about that and I'm just like, how dare I take advantage or make assumptions of what's going to happen? I have no, I'm going to, they always say like you have plans and God laughs at them. (laughs) Like laughs at your plans.
0: (laughs) Uh, wait, there, one of two things can explain humanity and I I, I guess I'm really oversimplifying um, physicists and things like that but one of two things describes us we're an accident or we're more irrelevant than we could ever imagine because what is it as many grains of sands there are on beaches on the planet there's ten times that many stars in places throughout the universe exactly Exactly. you you not playing your St. John's basketball game is irrelevant in the scope of life
1: that's what I'm uh, yes. I hate to say it but yeah, yeah, I I feel like I sound like I don't know Neil deGrasse Tyson or something but
0: that's You sure that's true. a good person to sound like.
1: I, that's what I say. It's true. It's true. Anyway.
0: All right, uh get the dogs under wraps and we'll uh, we'll talk later on today. Okay, bye. Bye.